Hey, what's up, guys? Eric and Parker here from Rockcast. We have conversations with rock stars. You can check out rockcastshow.com for more info about us. You've been hearing us talk a little bit about MyPillow and the great products that they have. I know you're probably saying, Eric, what could conversations with rock stars and sleeping have in common? Well, we'll tell you. There's nothing better than hitting a mattress with not just one layer, not two. We're talking three amazing layers of comfort. That's right. That's my pillow. Now, let me tell you about it. The first layer is the MyPillow patented foam. Now, layer two has the transitional foam. And of course, finally, we come to layer three, which could be the most important layer of all. And that is because the body temperature is regulated throughout the entire night from their phase change material. Again, use promo code ROCKCAST or 800-646-5719. That's 800-646-5719 for up to 66% off. Isn't it time that you had a good night's sleep? What's going on, guys? Eric Black here. This is Rockcast. We got a uh, Parker Miner right next door here. Um, he's hanging out as well, guys. It is uh, the new season, season three. Thank you guys for showing up. Thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us. We do appreciate that. This is the first of many shows that we've got lined up for season three. But I need to, I need to know something real quick, Parker. Um, we took a little bit of a break, as we do in between seasons. Um, how, how are you, buddy? Are you doing okay? You good? You, how's your new year so far? You know, it's covered in snow. In Nashville, yep, we are covered yep. in snow. It is. It's uh, very cold. Between three and like five inches. I think that some of people got like maybe six or seven inches, which yeah. is whatever. And you know how they measure that. Yeah, yeah. With long, well, probably yeah. a measuring device, I would assume. Yeah. <laughs> some sort of measuring Yeah, but it's device. been good, man. It's been yeah. good. Good Christmas. So Yeah, it's been really good. We got some good presents. We got some good things going on. We got uh, a whole bunch of stuff that we're gearing up for for season three. Listen, here's the thing. We Parker, I don't know if you've I don't know if you know this or not, but we've got an amazing guest on the show this week. Uh this today, this month. I don't know how to say that anymore. Um now. I, I thought it was just us. Now it is. It is just us until we until we bring in the <clears throat> the guest. It's I, it's it's a new it's a new season. We gotta figure out what we're doing again. Every time we take a break, every time we take a break, it's everything is, is just new again. So this bear with us. Surprise. You'll have to surprise me on this. It, well, it's gonna get it's gonna get weird. If if it's anything like the initial conversation that we've already had, it's it's gonna be interesting. Mm. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna introduce the the guest on the show because uh it's we're we're very blessed and very uh, grateful to have this person on the show. Uh, from one of the best-selling rock bands of the 21st century, which we're going to get into here in just a second. Ladies and gentlemen, it's John Cooper of Skillet. John, how are you, buddy? What is up? Good to be here with you guys. <laughs> What's up, man? Hey, uh, it, it looks like you are, uh, you're sitting pretty on a, on a nice little tour bus. What's going on, man? Well, thank you for saying I'm pretty. Um, you know, we're, on, we're a starting tour. So excited to be on the road, to see people rocking out and having a good time. Music helps people. You know, music is therapeutic and it gets people yeah. through. And we need, <laughs> we need a lot of therapy right now. So, yes. uh, you know, seeing people on the road, it's just been killer. So yeah, I'm in my bus because there's no Wi-Fi in the venue and I keep it. it, it I, I just like, forget it. I'm going to the bus. So this right. is, this is where we sleep right here. I, you know, I like it. Hey, I noticed you're not wearing your Brock Lesnar shirt today, man. No, I, yeah, yeah, that's right. I, I, that's because I have to, I have to separate myself from him. 
so not everybody gets as confused because I'm I'm huge. So you're separated. Hey, hey, just remember, you're still beautiful. Beautiful. Yes, that's very yes. good. Very good. <laughs> oh man! Like well, thanks for coming on the show, man. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Hey, I got. I got to ask you a question. Is it is it weird that <clears throat> you <laughs> you started a band in the 1900s? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it is. <laughs> it, I, it is so weird to say. So weird I know. to say. It is weird. And, and we just celebrated Skillet's 25th year anniversary since wow, our wow. first. Yeah, our first record came out in November of, of 1996, maybe October, oh, wow. actually. So, yeah, we just separated, uh, celebrated 25 years. I cannot believe we're still a band because it took us so long to get known. And yeah. we we're always a word of mouth band. And yeah. so usually if somebody's been around for 25 years, it's because they sort of like reinvented the wheel, you know, like Metallica right. or yep. Aerosmith or, or someone yep. like that. And we've just kind of been the little engine that could. So I, I, I will take that time to say very grateful to all the fans, just enduring support. They've supported yeah, us yeah. through through it all. So thanks to all you guys. We love you. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And and that's really why, you know, why that why bands do what they do. They want to they want to bring music to the world. Hopefully they that's what they want to do it for is just bring some good music to the world and, and change people's lives. And I know here, here's a question for you too. When you're, when you're writing a song, <clears throat> you know, you have a, a certain vision for that song, right? You, you, it, it, uh, it comes from the heart. You have a certain story behind that song, but it can hit people differently. It can hit people in a, in a, in a, der- a very unique way. Um, and then maybe it's not even kind of where you were, you were taking it. How do you react to that when somebody says, Oh, this, this meant this to me when you wrote it in a certain way, how does that, feel (laughs) sure i mean i totally agree with you i think that's that's the magic of music and i think that's it's an interesting maybe thing to mention with skillet because obviously a lot of people know that skillet is a christian band they know i'm a christian and people have asked about this and the other i meet people all the time who's who say i love this song what it means to me is and then they fill the blank with something that might be uh not only not the reason I wrote it, it might be antithetical to something that I personally believe. And that doesn't bother me in the least. I I go, Oh, that's, that's really cool. That's what music does. So I I, I mean, I say this, if you in, in 2022, you go to a concert, a concert or a sporting event is going to be probably the only two places literally in the world where at the same event, you will have people that disagree about everything. Uh, Democrats, Republicans, independents, religious people, irreligious people, anti-religious people, uh, black, white, brown, whatever. All of a sudden you come together and that is because the magic of a song that I can sing and you can take it to mean A and the person next to you can take it to mean Z you're celebrating something together, but for different reasons. I don't right. mind that at all. I think it's the magic of that. music. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Well, and I, I think you can take that a step further. And we, we generally don't get into religion on here, but we're going to. Um, you can take that a step further and say that, much like what you said about the music, you can say that about the Bible. I can read a verse in the Bible, and it says something to me, but it could speak differently to you. I can read the same verse in the Bible 18 times, and it right. might give me 18 different situations because of, of where I'm at in life. Would you agree with that? 
Well, let's see. Now you're getting, now you're digging down into it, Eric. Uh, Here we go. Here we go. I I would say there's a longer theological explanation for that, but I think that what you're, what you're getting at in principle, um, I, I would agree with, which is, I don't want to put words in your mouth. In principle, what I would say is this, there's a lot of different ways for us to look at life. And when we come together with your next door neighbor or your brother who disagrees with you about whatever, or your mom or dad or a person in a rock show, at the end of the day, what we have to do is come together with some things that we can agree on and some things that we can just agree to disagree on and say, hey, that's, that's cool for you. That's not what I'm into, but we still have to get along with people that don't agree. And, and I I find it really bothersome that we've lost that art. And uh, on a theological perspective, I probably would say, I I probably wouldn't agree with, with your actual statement, but that's just a theological thing. The only reason I'm saying is because I don't this is like John didn't say something that was true. I do think that there is a way to interpret the Bible that I would say sure. is accurate and is the way yeah. that maybe G- Jesus himself had endorsed. And there's a way to interpret this that I think is probably not accurate. But people sure. of people of good faith should be able to have that conversation and then say, OK, that's not the way I take it. But I have grace for you to disagree. Let's have a coffee and a cheeseburger yep. yeah. for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. I could have yeah. a cheeseburger right now. Yep. Right now. I could too. I well, <laughs> um, and I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to put you in that position. That was not the point of that. I, I apologize for that, but not yeah, no, all, I a hundred percent agree with that, that scenario. Um, and I think that's, that's one of the things that, that, uh, Parker and I both, um, you know, there are, there are very differing, uh, people that come on this show, the guests that come on this show. But the common thing is, is that we all believe in music. We all love music. Music inspires us. Music, uh, gets us, like you said earlier, it gets us through a lot of difficult situations. It got us clear through 2020, even though we couldn't do the live scenario, which there is an element to live music that we all have to have. It, it can't be it can't be taken away. But listening to even even live um, live streams when they would live stream the the entire concert, yeah. <laughs> um, and it just wasn't the same. It, it wasn't. I mean, it, it it did what it was supposed to do. It's more like a music video, but it 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 was what people could do. That was the only thing they could get to you know be able to get to, to yeah do. and yeah. that's fine that's fine but there is an element there is uh and i believe you said this earlier there's a, there's a a, a a some sort of healing in music uh in in being together with like-minded people uh, and like-minded meaning music they all love music whether it's yes. metal rock whatever it is there is something about being I, we just we just went uh to august burns red they were in town with fit for a king um, and a couple other bands, yeah. and I, that was like our third show back uh, from uh, you know from the pandemic and all the you know all that's wonderful stuff. But man, I'm I'm telling you, dude, it was it was amazing just being able to to be in that crowd and just be able to you know to circle pit it up, doing all that yeah. good stuff, the fun stuff, man. It, it there's something to it, and uh, it was it was much missed. I love yeah. that. You know, I think one of the things you're touching on is is. Uh, the difference between watching a great band online and being at the show is when you watch online, you can be the best band in the world, but there's no aspect of community. When yeah. you're at a show, that's the community. And there's a power yeah. in uh, not just community, but in unity. So it's, it's that unity that we're all going to leave all of our uh, philosophical or political theological differences out the door. 
We come yep. in here for music and we have a good time. And I love yep. that. And since you guys don't talk about religion a lot on here, this gives me a chance to do something unique, which is to say, you tell it music is therapeutic. Yep. Uh, scientists agree on that. The, my, my mother-in-law has uh, Alzheimer's and mm-hmm. they all, all this research says music helps people in that situation because they're, they're taken back to a time you know, when yes. they were, they were happy, you know, and when they, yeah. they don't understand what's happening, but it, it's something inside that you can't explain. All the scientists agree with that. The social science agree with that. And the therapists agree with that. And guess what? Uh, I already knew that because the Bible teaches that, which is a cool right. thing. You know, in yeah. the old, te- in the old Testament, uh, there was a King called Saul and yep. he was being yep. tormented by demons and he, yep. and he asked for a musician to come and play for him. And so a lot of people don't know that David, people know the story of David and Goliath, typically David, when he was a boy was brought before Saul to play, to play music. And when David, was it the harp? uh, Yes, it was. Yeah. That's sort of like sort of stringed instrument. And when he would play music, the demons would actually flee. That is the power of music there. That's what we get to do every day when we go to a concert and mm, have yeah. fun and listen. That's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. That is cool. Yeah. yeah. No, we, we agree 100%. Um, there's a lot of, again, I can't stress that enough, like like what you said. And, and Parker and I both believe this, that there is healing in music. I mean, we've experienced it. There there are things. It, music is almost at, at some levels of your life is more like a time machine. Like you just said, um, it takes you back or, or it rekindles some of those uh, memories that you once had. I mean, I've. I've heard I've heard uh, uh, songs where, you know, I may have been in some sort of depression and hearing this song and it wasn't on purpose. It was just I'm going to go listen to some of these songs that I like. This song took me back to a time when I knew that things were things were different and I knew that I got out of that situation. I didn't I didn't I wasn't stuck in there. I got through that situation. So it gives you hope. It gives you uh, uh, meaning even sometimes. And I just, um, I can't say enough about that's That's why we do what we do is because there's right. a story behind every song. There's a story behind every artist, every band, every, every crew member, every, every lighting tech, every guitar tech, drum tech. I mean, all of the people, there is a story. It's Bus not driver. just the four or five people that are on stage. It takes a team to put on a show, especially the, the skillet shows that I've seen. They are no small feat. This is a, a big production and it's yeah. amazing. And it, and it makes you just uh immerse yourself within that music in that show and I, I dig that it's amazing so i don't know i love it i agree 100 percent. it's also why it's um it's also as silly as it sounds especially when you're growing up right especially when you're a teenager and you're angry or you know you're just angsty <laughs> when you're a dude and you're, you're i'm just mad you know it's like uh as silly as it sounds man it feels like no one in the whole world understands me. Nobody knows what I'm going through, except, except for you know Vince Neil uh, or yeah. or, yep. or Trent Reznor, whatever it yep. is. That, like like Trent Reznor, he knows what I'm going through, and all of a sudden there's this like this. Uh, it, it's not real, of course, but it's like a neo relationship. Yeah. You know, I kind of know him. They know me, yep. and that is what the, this this power. And so. I love that about shows uh, recognizing that some people will feel that way about skillet, even though I find it hard to imagine they do, but they had this feeling of, they know me because I've yeah. sung something yeah. that made them feel understood. And so at a concert, right. 
you use that moment to encourage them and you say, you can make it. Yeah, this pandemic sucks. Yeah, it's depressing. Yeah, the economy's crappy. Yeah, everybody's screaming at each other. Forget all of that. You yep. can make it. Do not give up the fight. And all of yep. a sudden, you can see somebody's life change at a concert. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, you guys definitely do it, John. You do it. Uh, I've seen a lot of uh, feedback on Skillet and, and your uh, congrats on the book, by the way, the book impact to the uh, award you won at K-Love, right? Didn't you yeah. win that this year? I was thinking, yeah. yeah. That's yeah, very I mean, kind. Thanks. Yeah. You, you guys, man, you, you and you, just you yourself, all you do so much in the world of what we're talking about. And you're such an encouragement to a lot of people. So I think that yeah. that's so cool. And um, I was I was actually looking back. You come to Nashville quite a bit, right? Yeah, absolutely. Bit? Yeah. And I'm, and I'm from Memphis. So I've, I've spent oh, a are? lot of time. Yeah, I've spent a lot of time in Nashville. Nice. So you've gone to the, the Dove Awards, obviously, probably mm -hmm. in the uh, that's I believe that's usually held at like Lipscomb, right? Uh, they might various be places, various places in the uh, yeah. what is the big uh, what's the big country music place? Oh, um, let's see. You're talking about the Bridgestone Arena, the Ryman? No, Ryman? All the, no, all of a sudden I can't. Opry House, Grand Ole Opry, Opry House. House. Yep, yes, right. it's been held there sometimes. Yeah. And I went to the yep. Grammys once. We were nominated for a Grammy in 2003. And uh, that was my one and only time going to the Grammys. Yeah. That, that was that was kind of cool. It was, it was bizarre. It was a good that, year, yeah. though. It was a good year, year because it was, a, you know, Green Day performed because uh, yeah. American Idiot was out at that oh, yes. time. Kanye West was first album at the time. It was a really good time. That's wow. awesome. Yeah, yeah, Eric got to go to the Grammys. Yeah, I actually uh, actually covered the Grammys uh, in 2012. I was it was my first time doing actual interviews with real people. I mean, I was doing like indie artists and things like that. Not that they're not real people, but with celebrities well, and, and things like that. And I uh, got to do the red carpet and got to do a lot of big big names. It was uh, I had to change my diaper about four times. That's, he did. That's that's what I'm saying. So, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Good. It was good. Hey, your um, your your bus driver just random. I, I'm gonna throw it off the rails real quick. Your bus driver at one point lived in my town, Lebanon, oh. outside of Nashville. At one point, I just thought that was the most craziest thing. And before we got on here, I was like, "There's something familiar about Skillet that makes me think of my town." And I remembered what it was. It was a bus driver at one point that, that, that drove you guys, which was really cool. So anything random comment of the day. Good that job. is that is Thank the most. You random thing anyone has ever said to me in an interview and it happened right here i want everybody <laughs> yeah. to know that you are watching history this is history this is in the making people we <laughs> love it we, we love it um speaking of history you you kind of brought it up here just a second ago um the grammys but i'm gonna go down that you have way too many things for me to mention um but i i want to know about i want to know about these three things We've got the the uh, the Pandora Billionaire Club. We've got the two-time Grammy Award nominees. When we've got twelve million albums sold, we're going to start with that one right there. Twelve million albums sold. Twelve million. Do you understand what that number is? Twelve million, John. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You know, that's it's a lot really, of albums. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I always tell I always tell people the Skillet is the biggest selling band that you've never heard of. <laughs> uh, it's like people are like yes. skillet what's that i'm like we're a band i don't know who listens to us somebody does um because it was so word of mouth it was always yeah. 
always underground and we always have um we always have these this group of people like i said that you wouldn't necessarily expect to all be at, at, at one show and mm -hmm. because of that it's amassed to a big audience but it's not like one collective group so yeah. I, I can't believe that we've been around this long i can't believe we've <laughs> sold that many records it's crazy to me yeah yeah it, it is and that's uh that's a pretty amazing i think i have sold five i mean five total five albums total um yeah. so I'm, I'm, close, I'm a close second to you i'm i'm catching up so just watch yourself i'm coming for what you. you guys what are you like 85 years old now jeez <laughs> gosh so you now we're gonna move we're gonna move back up the list because i, I really want to talk about this stuff very quickly if we can two-time grammy award nominee now i have i have this is <clears throat> being simply nominated for any type of of prestigious award and i i know there's a lot of other things out there but but how the first time just just the first time you guys were nominated i mean the over when you when you got that response when you got somebody saying hey you guys you guys have been nominated what was what were your emotions right then I, I yeah i was really shocked um i i i didn't even know they were the nominations were coming out in other words if if, if you're a really big act you're kind of like hey i wonder if we're going to get nominated i didn't even know they were coming out i was like what yeah skillet and we and in fact that record wasn't even it wasn't even that popular um yeah you, i mean it wasn't it wasn't poor but it wasn't that popular of a record so it was very very surprising uh hmm. but it was it was really cool and then it kind of gives you this sort of like cred you know because that even at the time there was there we still weren't getting played on radio no radio yeah. would play our music at the time and which is also a funny story because since we talk about rock i can talk about what i want here's a funny story yeah is that at the time 2003 4 5 6 we could not get played on radio and here's what's really funny is that all the reasons that we weren't really accepted at the time became reasons that skillet got popular later so right. in other words in other words the things that are really cool and unique about skillet would be things like this like we have girls in the band yep well that's right. pe people are really into that now in 2003 yeah. they were like there's they girls in your band yeah, that, yeah, yeah why yeah. Are, why are they in a rock band that doesn't work and yep. we had like strings you know violins and cellos and cool. piano and then it got cool one yep. thing that somebody i actually had a, a radio person tell me in 2003 they were just like they were like i just gotta say like this music is just too positive <laughs> it was too positive <laughs> because you gotta think about it like what was what was <laughs> what was being played at the radio at the same how time do you, take, you, know, it's do you like, take that negatively or do you take that positively because that's, yeah. i mean how do i feel I, about I, this well, I, I, that's the funny thing is that I think at the time being being positive was mm. kind of connected with being religious, I think, somehow. Mm, and yeah. and uh, even, yeah. you know, it was almost like if you look at what else was being played at the time, you might have, I don't know, corn or like, you know, Nickelback, something in your mouth or something like yeah, that. Yeah. And then yeah. they're like skillet, you know, some positive. They were like, it's just too positive. But around yeah. 2010, all of a sudden people are like, whoa, this skillet music is so positive. And yeah. all of a sudden it, it got played in the radio. And then they're like, and they have girls in the band. This is awesome. What? So what? It, it's kind of um, a funny a funny story that, that what made us 
not work eventually worked into a, to our favor. People love positive music now, and I think yeah. that's really cool. Yeah. So anyway, that that's a really long story, but but that I don't know why hey, I'm even telling that story. Your, your story, look, see, that was your random moment of the day. That was yours <laughs> right there. But hey, I got a good point for you. For me and Eric, we worked in radio in Nashville, and we did play your song. We played Awaken Alive. We played um, – it, during those years, 2003, Dude, four, five, that right I, I remember like when you guys played Awaken Alive in Nashville. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I remember, I, I do, I swear. Yeah. Because do you really? uh, at the time, it, I absolutely do. And I was saying my manager, I was like, Awaken Alive, because I believe that you did not play Monster. Am I accurate? We did. We you did. Did you well, play Hero? We, it, I don't it, think we played hero. I don't, well, it, well, we did, but I don't think it, I think that was frowned upon. Um, we did, but I, I think we, I, I, yeah. I was about to say, I remember, I remember that if I remember correctly, did not play one of them, maybe it was hero, and then played Awaken Alive. And I remember my managers, yeah, and then I remember my managers, I was surprised. And my manager said, apparently, they, they, they said they liked that it. it was, it was different, it was unique, yeah. it wasn't something they were doing. And I was thrilled about it. Boom! I love you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now see? I'm excited. It, well, I, I'll, I'll tell you. Sorry, Parker. I'll tell you this, John. My my three year old. He she's three years old, and he won't shut up about awake and alive. And I know that's an older song, but he, wow. he I'm I'm telling you, man, he will not shut up about it. Every time we get in the car, uh, he's like, play that song, and I'm like, dude, yeah. I love you, and I love Skillet, yeah. but this is like the 855th <laughs> time. And this isn't this is on a we're CD. Done, it's not, yeah, we're not even getting any streaming royalties for this. So I uh, fine, we'll play it again. Fine, we'll we'll do it for John for John's sake. We'll, we'll do, do it for it. John. Yeah, we'll do it for I the band. It. Hey, but and no, that was another spin outside of radio. So there you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, we we held it we held it down for you in Nashville, man. So I yeah, love it quite a while. Yeah, it's so great. So, um, but there's, oh, Hey, so here's, here's something that, uh, I think we have in common, at least you and I do, John is, do you remember? And I, if you say no, I'm going to have to come over there and, and some sort of, uh, it, it would be weird if you said no cornerstone music festival. Do you remember this festival? Of course. It's hard oh, yeah. not to, right? Okay. So my, my wife yeah. and I, we spent 10 years going to that festival um, it was like our, our vacation, it was over July 4th, uh, you know, period of time, weekend, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And so we would put in, in our, for our jobs, we would put in vacation during that time to go spend a week at Cornerstone Festival. And you guys were there, uh, more often than not. And it just, it just to see everything that happened at Cornerstone, um, and to see some of these bands alongside of you that we saw on generator stages. I don't know if you ever saw the generator stages, the small, yes. just literally it was a generator <laughs> and you had a microphone plugged into it with a PA system from, from generator stages all the way up to main stage, you know, opening up for bands such as skillet, um, over the course of 10 years. And some of those bands today are opening, uh, or, uh, yeah, uh, closing acts. They're, they're just the main attraction. And I just, uh, there's a, there's a very, it's almost like every year around July 4th, it feels like a death in the family that that cornerstone is. No yeah, longer. That it's not there but, anymore. I, you uh, know, I know exactly what you mean. It was really important because um, and, and you guys already mentioned that you just saw um, what's the concert you just said you went to um, uh, August Burns Red. August. Bur sorry. Uh, uh, right. Sorry. I, meant, uh, I, I obviously know them. I forgot their name. August Burns <laughs> yeah. Red. It, that's a that's a great example. 
example of the fact there's always been really great Christian music. It's just, yeah. it was hard to find. And yeah. Cornerstone was one of those festivals that, that gave a platform, literally, to all yep. these random awesome metal bands uh not just metal i mean very diverse oh, and, yeah it was everything i mean so many different kinds of music and a lot of those bands really found their their voice um in the late 90s such as pod of course pod had been around yeah. for probably 10 years before they yep. were signed by atlantic oh, yeah. and um then in, and of course in the early 2000s with a lot of the screamos be it under oath or whoever a lot yeah. of the as I lay dying, all these like hardcore bands and uh, yeah. cr Christian music has a very long legacy of putting out great material, but it's always been underground. So yep. Cornerstone was always the place for that music. Yeah, yeah, and I think I think that's that I can attribute that um, festival to a lot of the bands that I listen to today, uh, their success because it was just <clears throat> it was almost like free range if I can if I can use that verbiage. Um, to where literally you Absolutely. could show up, you could show up, bring bring your own generator and a PA system, and set up. Turn that bad boy on. <laughs> so you get the generator <laughs> right next to the band that's playing on the side of the road. I mean, this is like a farm. It was like probably ten or fifteen. Well, probably like fifty acres of of land um, with a, a nice lake there. You could go swimming in, kayaking, all that good stuff. And then it, I I believe it was a natural amphitheater type scenario, but it was. It was ridiculous how well arranged this was, but I don't know, man. I, I just, I've literally, well, I feel, uh, go ahead. Well, I wanted to jump in. I'm going to say something that's going to be uh, controversial for some people, but whatever. Um, <laughs> not, not controversial, but some people say that's not true. Anyway, right. yeah. I have always said, I've never said this in an interview because no one's ever, we never talked about this sort of thing before, but I've said to other people, friends of mine, Sure. I still believe that that a lot of this this underground Christian metal scene, mm -hmm. I believe, has been massively influential on yeah. on metal bands today. Nobody knows that and nobody gives cred. But you, even bands yes. that I consider to be like uh, Asking Alexandria and um, some of those more like the new hardcore. Uh, I don't yeah. I don't. I, can't think of all their names right now asking alexandria yeah. I, i'm a yeah, fan of i love yeah, example. yeah and uh and and lots of bands like that they have a, a little bit of the hardcore a little bit of the screen thing but they also have this feeling of like uh positivity and spiritualism right. and they might not necessarily yep. be christian but it feels that way yep i guarantee you every time i meet one of these bands there's always one of the guys it's like Dude, I grew up listening to Skillet. I saw you at Cornerstone Festival. <laughs> all of those, oh. all of those bands grew up on this underground and Tooth and Nail Records back then oh, was yeah. a big deal for Christian music. Yeah. Um, MXPX. Um, it was Ooh. very, very influential on yeah. music. And so a lot of times people make fun of Christian music because they're like, oh, they don't actually know that these bands were highly influential. Yeah. They just were underground. Nobody ever heard of them. Yep. yep. Got to give them props. They were so freaking good. Yeah, I agree. I agree. There's, there's oh, been, yeah. And it's, and it's not, it's, that's not stopping either. It wasn't just an era. I think there's still uh, bands out there today that, that you could say that about that are, that are up and coming. Um, and I used to get, you know, before when, when, when uh, uh, metal was frowned upon as a, as a believer, as a Christian, which I am. 
Um, I used to get a lot of crap for listening to to metal music in general, not just you know Christian metal or whatever you want to call it. I used to get a lot of crap for that, but I was like, look, I don't know what to tell you. This is where my heart is. This is where this is where I feel at home. Hard rock, metal. Um, you know, the the harder the better. Uh, if I can if I can just you know bob my head to it, man, I I'm in. Um, and I that's just who I am. I I don't I can't change that. That's that's in my DNA. <laughs> Me um, too. Now it's a lot more easier. Uh, it's a lot easier to be able to listen to that stuff, to be able to uh, say, oh, I listen to metal. I mean, there's still people out there that are like, oh, you're satanic. Well, let's not go that far. Um, you, you're going to get that. You're going to get that. It's whatever it is, but it's even that's not the case. You, that is your dad's a preacher. <laughs> oh, boy. Is. Yes. Um, you know what, though? A lot of people, they, they're fine with it. They're like, yeah, it's, it's just music, you know? And then yeah. you look at like examples like Head, of corn you yeah. know he's a great example and, and you john it's people like that 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 have that platform to be in front of all these people and do you know be able to show that you can do rock and still be a great example and shine you know throughout the crowd in your own way i think that's so cool man yeah I well agree. that's nice thank you yeah i appreciate that there really has always been a legacy of of people of faith in rock music from the beginning you know i, th I think yeah. that the challenge is that when you get on the road and and you don't have like grounding or family around you that that sort of uh, yeah. community yeah a lot of times what happens is that even as a person of faith you get on the road and you end up falling into these <laughs> bad habits and yeah. so whether you have stories like johnny cash you know people yeah. that, that that were were uh christians and believers and then they took a detour because the road hit them and so i think that yeah. that that is always something i try to encourage maybe there's people listening to the show right now that are rockers i just encourage people whether you're religious or not religious if you get on the road if you hope to do music one day you just have to remember why you're doing it and i'm not yeah. preaching at you and uh this is not a religious message this is a it's not about the partying it's not about the dress like uh remember that great movie school of rock with uh jack oh, black yeah. Yeah. yeah he's like it, it it's about a little thing called the music and, you know yeah. all of a sudden you get on the road and you get uh, people fall into that and then your music actually suffers you know yeah. and can you, sing, can you sing us a line out of that movie oh i say um i didn't and, get my allowance today and now i'm and really, now ticked, I'm off. really ticked off <laughs> <laughs> i guess i can unfortunately i can sing sing the whole the whole uh the whole my the favorite whole one my favorite one is the uh the legend of the rent oh legend <laughs> yes. of the rent was my hardcore yeah. oh no you're yeah. not hardcore and listen to hardcore <laughs> but the legend Oh, uh, the legend wow. of the rip yeah. was way hard. Yeah, he's yeah, a, ge he's so a genius. I'm gonna yeah, be yeah, honest. Yeah. I, I was not. I was not prepared to be serenaded by John uh, on <laughs> on this show. And for me, that's just that's just so. It's so good. That's it. Look at that tear. I see it. Ooh. in oh, the man. end of time, and led the way. <laughs> oh, this is this is good. This is good can stuff. You, can you do the high pitch end one? Um, at the very end of it, I, uh, I have to remember it. How does it go? He's like, and the legend oh. of the was way hardcore. <laughs> I probably could. Uh, was way hardcore. Uh, my, <laughs> you know, my favorite part of it is at the end of the song, he does the trash can by himself, and he he's like, yeah. Ooh. 
He's like doing the death growl. <laughs> it was like this 360, like, like look around the room when he did it too. <laughs> so, oh my god! It's just so great. That's yeah, crazy. I love it. You um, know. man. Hey, listen, we got to talk about the album, but but we have we have a, a game as well. So we'll talk about the album, and then I want to play a quick game if you have time. You you got a few minutes? Yeah, let's do it, baby. Okay, so the album. Um, and I, I just, I, the reason why we're talking about the album is because it's a great album, but I also don't want to get beat up by your PR and management. Um, they, they seem pretty, mainly, yes. Yeah. They, they, I don't want to, I don't want to mess with them. You don't want Lesnar coming after you. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 no. no. We're good. We're good. Love you. Love you. Um, it was like, here's, here's what I love about this album. And I, we're going to have to dig into this quickly, but this is this album it's dominion and it's a hundred percent recorded remotely is this true mm, absolutely yeah we were never not one time in the same studio with our producers uh because wow. of covid so we recorded it at my studio and we would send files over to the producers and then they would change it or do it or re-record some stuff send files over to us and oh it was very so strange but you know what it did it actually I, I think this is one of the best records we've ever made. And I think that part of it was because, because no one was there to say, I don't like that idea uh, on my end or their end. You, you just tried crap. You know, you're like, well, yeah, yeah. I'm going to try that. If they don't like it, they just take it out. And then they would yeah. try stuff. And there were several things that I would not have done had they been in the room because I would have been too embarrassed. <laughs> oh, you, know, um, you know, namely like, let's see, like the beginning of the record. Yeah. Uh, on the song surviving the game you know it's got this little talking section yes you know it's like uh uh how does it it's like to be more than a conqueror you know uh yeah. I, I would never i never had they been there i would have been too embarrassed but i kept hearing the music and i just kept thinking what i was imagining in my head was like what would like conan the barbarian do you know it feels like something <laughs> yeah. you know it's like the beginning of a conan film or yeah. Or like, um, or like, or, or, or even like Pink Floyd or, or yeah. remember the middle, the middle of uh thriller, the song thriller yeah. when they, he's like, yes. yeah. And the, yes. of, a, the of a corpse. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I Classic. was like, uh, or even five wow. finger death punch. They would do something like that. I've and so I was like, I think, yeah, I've heard of it. I'm a huge five finger death punch fan. So I was like, Ivan would definitely do it. So, to tell oh, you yeah. the truth, I put on my best Ivan voice as I could, and I'm to be more than a conqueror. And yes. uh, <laughs> and it good. ended up being this, in my view, a pretty cool moment. So yeah, uh, I think that the record, because of that, has a uniqueness. And the record is heavy. It, it's a bit, it's a bit heavier than our other stuff. It's pretty, I like that, pretty ballsy. And so yeah. um, I hope people love it. Yeah. Um, do you think that uh, you would do something like this again, or would you rather everybody be in the studio? together i tell you the truth i loved it because about halfway through um it became more viable to to fly out uh my producer kevin churko and his son kane churko both work on the record they live in vegas and it became viable and they said hey do you want to fly out and finish the album and i was like I, I, if it ain't broke don't fix it it's going really right. good nobody right. it's, it's like don't change the don't change the jock strap after you've won 10 games in a row that's you know? right so that's it right. was sort of like that and and so uh i liked it I, I i don't know why it worked so good i i did miss 
hanging out with the Churcos because yeah. we're good friends. And I love, uh, they're both apps. Uh, they're just geniuses and I love working with them, but it just went really good. And I found my own headspace to write lyrics without having to deal with other people. That was a nice thing. Cause I could just say, what am I feeling? What, what do I believe? What yep. do I want to say to the world? If I had a, uh, do you remember the movie, uh, the, the, the movie about Johnny cash walk the line? Yeah. 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 Uh, um, that remember that great moment when he's when he first plays his songs for the a and r guy at the label and the guy yeah, the, the labels guy's like if you had three minutes before you're about to die to, to tell the world your story what would that be i had a little bit of headspace to do that and so i, I kind of liked recording yeah. it this way tell you the truth yeah that is cool that's a good point yeah that's awesome yeah well and i think too it, it's something where one you you kind of had to do that uh to a certain extent there wasn't uh there wasn't really another option um do you think that do you think that you have um that you that you spent your time well during you know 2020 and a lot of 2021 as far as writing do you think you've got a lot of good stuff coming up yeah you know i i do think that you know when i on a philosophical note you know i think that the pandemic sort of sort of revealed two different kinds of people and, and, and this is not judgmental uh, on the first kind of a people, because I, I guess what I'm getting to is on a philosophical note, I think all of us inside, we are at war with, t- mm-hmm. with two kinds of people in our own hearts, right? The pandemic revealed, number one, the kind of person that's like, I'm giving up. Life sucks. I don't have yeah. a job. It's never going to go back to normal there's nothing good that's going to happen. There's not going to be any end to this pandemic in sight. I think we all felt that summer of 2020, you're like, okay, I see this isn't going away. Yep. I'm going to sit around eating donuts because who cares? I don't have to look good. And I don't to, it's never going to matter anyway. A lot of people started, you know, drinking heavily at that time. I have, yeah. per, I know people personally who had struggled with addiction in the past, been clean and sober for seven, eight years found themselves going, what's the point? And they fell back into that addiction. Then the second kind of person, and by the way, I think we all have both of these people in us probably. The the second kind of person said, I am not going to give up. I am not going to give in to these outward things that I cannot control. And I'm not going to give up and give in to the inward things because I can control the inward things. That's, that's what this record is about. It's about the inward stuff. And the reason is, is, you know, I read, I read quite a lot. A lot of people don't know this on the CDC. If you read the, the highest risk factors for dying from COVID, not for getting COVID, but for dying from COVID. Okay. The number one risk factor, a lot of people know is obesity, which sucks, right. but that's just the way that it is. The yeah. number two risk factor you never hear about and it is almost as it's almost equal with the number one the number two risk factor for dying from covid is fear and anxiety yeah can you believe that's insanity yeah you don't ever hear about that no fear and anxiety and so this record is saying i know life sucks i know you want to give in but listen to that other voice that says i am not going to bow down to this fear I'm not going to bow down to this depression. I'm not going to bow down to these forces maybe driving me back to 
unhealthy habits such as drinking heavily or drugs or whatever, uh, depression and loneliness. It's hard, but I am going to do what I need to do to come out of this thing on top of the world. And so yeah. that's what this record is about. That's why it's called Dominion. It's saying I love it. my body, my mind, that doesn't belong to anybody else. This right. is my yep. dominion. I'm going to take rule over it. So I hope this record really encourages people. But to answer your question, I made the most of my time because I, d I just don't want to give in to that first that first voice. I want to live yeah. in this in the second voice. And so thankfully, my family, my wife, my kids, my church made good decisions, made the most of my time, wrote yeah. a record, recorded a record and ready for 2022. I'm ready for my record Dominion to be the post pandemic rock album of the year for you guys. Come on, baby. Absolutely. Hey, it's going to be. Hey, it already is, man. I'll tell you, I, it, it, it already affected me when you um, you made that post with that sign that said, wake up, war is upon you. Yeah. When you did that post, man, that's, that's when I knew the start of it. I knew he was on, I knew you were on to something. I was like, man, cause everybody can relate to that. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Thank you, man. Um, and also, man, we just want to throw this out there too, that if you're ever in need of uh, somebody that can, that can remotely do finger symbols or, you know, you can do the, the, the triangle, um, hit us up, yeah. hit us up. <laughs> We got this. Okay, that's good we to have know. Awards. We have awards. They're from our parents, but that's not the point. The point is, is that we have <laughs> accolades saying that we're good at this. Okay, so yes. just I'm lots just throwing of it out uh, participation trophies. Lots of triangle. We'll, we'll do a spin through on that later. Yeah, we'll go through we, all those. We've already those had trophies. practice. He just he, we were already with him. He just doesn't know it. We were on the uh, we were on the stage backup for Huckabee at TBN in Hendersonville. Right. So we're fine. when you were on the show, <laughs> <laughs> right down from Johnny Cash's house, you know. That's so great. I love hey, did it. You go. Did There's you get that. to go when you were in Hendersonville for that? Because uh, I imagine you went to to that location to do that show when you did it with yeah. Governor Huckabee, did you happen to get to go by Johnny Cash's old residence? No, I did not. I, I wish oh, I'd had time, but it was still, you know, it was still strange times with the pandemic yeah, and stuff. It was. And it was like, can't, you never know how people are going to take every everything, even flying down yeah. there, you know? So yeah. uh, what I, that uh, in a certain way, that feels like it happened 30 years ago. It feels like a whole nother lifetime, yeah. but that was like a year ago, you know? Yeah. You know? Wow. It wasn't that long. Yeah. No. Yeah. Man. All right, here's the thing. You ready? We got a game. You want to know what the game is called, John? Hit me, baby. Yes. All right. <laughs> it's a little game that we like to call Would You Rather. Now, <clears throat> I say this to everybody, so you can either answer the question very simply and kind of be a loser, or you can elaborate on the answer and say, this is the answer and here's why. That would be the best option. I'm not telling you what to do. You can make your own choices. You, you are your own person. I'm just saying <clears throat> it'd be good if you could elaborate for various reasons. I should act like a lead singer. I should be entertaining. People are watching <laughs> this junk. We need to give them something just, worth watching. That's, that's all right. I'm saying. I'm a that's lead all singer. I'm you don't have to tell me twice. I'm in. All right. <clears throat> well, well, let's do this then. This game is called Would You Rather... And the first question um, is this, uh, Parker. I'm gonna have you read the second question. So get your uh, get your chops already. Do your oh, vocal warm-ups, all that good stuff. No, 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 no. First question: Would you rather be forced to listen to the same ten songs on repeat for the rest of your life, or be forced to watch the same five movies on repeat for the rest of your life? Oh, music! 
Absolutely. Uh, I go to the music song. option any time. Okay. Yes, because, okay. because we, we already talked about why. Music yep. is therapeutic. I love film. Don't get me wrong. I love film and uh, I enjoy art and uh, the art of filmmaking and stories. I love, but it doesn't do for me what music does. Absolutely. Right. I'm right. agree with that. Parker. That's a good point. Hey, and, and to add to that music though, it does do a lot for me as well as everybody else. But movies, sometimes when I find myself kind of in a low spot, I will put on a film that does kind of do that same thing for me, kind of that familiar familiarity of something that is, you know, iconic or traditional. It makes you feel good. So movies can do it. Like Back to the Future can do it, John. Back to the Future 2 and Back to the Future 3, they can do it. <laughs> Austin Powers, I hear you. Austin Powers, yes. hey, School yes. of Rock, here we go. All right, next question. Here we go. Would you rather be stuck in a chairlift the whole day or be stuck in an elevator the whole night? Elevator. The elevator really? any time. But I'll tell you why. I know that most people would not say that it because it's claustrophobic. Yeah. But um, uh, I'm, I am deathly afraid of heights. And Ooh. when I don't see something in like enclosed around me, if I, uh, uh, I used to not be that way as I've gotten older, I've gotten very afraid of heights. And <laughs> if you're in a chairlift, it's also probably cold. Yes. And I hate being cold. Um, I'm from me Memphis. I, I could be 120 degrees. Fine with me. 100 degrees. Sweating. Fine with me. Anything under about 45 is freezing cold for me. Wow. Yeah, I can't do it either. Wow. All right. Fair enough. Uh, we'll, we'll go with that. All right, man. Last question. <clears throat> and also, if I'm in an elevator, I get, I, uh, no, go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, no, no. You got to do it now. If you no, started it, you started it. Now you got to finish it. You, this is your fault. You said yes. No, I, I would rather not finish my sentence. It's, it's completely <laughs> stupid. What? What he was probably going to say is if he was in an elevator by himself at night, he could fart all he wants because nobody's right. come in. It. Yeah, no. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll go with that. Sure. <laughs> yeah. The one the one time he he doesn't have to use his filter and he uses it. Um, I know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whatever. It's fine. Whatever. We're not. We're fighting. Whatever. It's fine. Um, <laughs> last question. Would you rather jump out of a plane with a 20% survival rate or live your entire life knowing how you'll die? Oh, the latter. For sure. Knowing okay. how I die, absolutely fine with me. But okay. I, yeah, that, that seems like an easy one. I know some people don't like the idea of knowing how they will die, but it might not be also the way you, you view death might be part right. of it, too. You know what I'm saying? It, so, well, here, here's my <laughs> here's my scenario with that question. And I, I tend to agree with you. The only problem is I'm not I'm not afraid of death. I know I know death has been defeated. I understand that uh, that that does not scare me. Dying has never scared me. How I die worries me a little bit. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah I know but, what you mean. But once I'm dead, I'm good. I know I know where I'm going for sure, 100, percent and I'm not worried about it. But the actual, the actual way of dying, the actual uh, yes. physical way of dying, kind kind of worries me a little bit. Um, but uh, but other than that, yeah, I I would agree with that. I think I know so, what you <laughs> mean. I know, I think it'd be it'd be more difficult if it was yeah some sort of like gruesome painful thing that you yep. always know is going to happen yeah yeah you yeah. know and yeah i, I feel you i feel you sometimes Man, i, I, I put... like to be prepared for pain though it's like i would oh, yeah, rather i would rather know i'm going to the dentist to get my tooth pulled 
rather than go to the dentist for a cleaning and go, oh, I actually need to pull this one. Oh, oh fair enough. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. Yep. No. Fair I, enough. I should have put some money on that last question because I already knew the answer to it. He told me he was afraid <laughs> of heights. I was like, hey, you're going to jump out of a plane. That's yep. true. Hey, yep. there is a bonus question now. Here we go. You ready? Here we go. If you were to poop on any artist's bus, <laughs> who would it be? <laughs> to, to, to be fair to the people watching, before the interview started, that was actually my question to these yeah, yeah. guys. <laughs> Turned it around. I don't think that I have ever pl- uh, asked, asked somebody a question like that. that was <laughs> it was uh, a good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that my answer was... I. I, I I don't even know if I want to answer because somebody could take it as me giving someone a compliment or saying it's somebody I dislike. Because <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. if you dislike, you might like to take a poo on their bus, you know? I'll just but, I'll just throw out skillet. I'd love to do it on skillet. You, and you should. And, and you should. And to be and to be fair, we're not in the dislike uh, uh mindset. We we like uh pretty much everybody. We can find something to like about everybody. <laughs> That's and good. that might be pooping on their bus. We don't I, I don't know. I'm still in the market for if you if someone has a bus that they'd let me poop on, I I'll, I'll I'll go and I'll I'll unload. I'll unload. That's right. Just saying. Well, I'll tell you what, know. maybe if 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 uh, if Brock Lesnar had a tour bus, maybe I'd go and poop just so he knows who's really in charge. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Snap. Yeah. Bring it I on. Think I think I see a challenge here. Poop Wars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's amazing. Uh, John, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, everybody, you need to go grab their uh, their new album, Dominion. It's going to come out January 14th and everywhere, I believe. I don't think there's any exclusions on that. Literally everywhere. If you're on Mars, Elon, talking to you, buddy. Uh, oh, if you're on Mars, you can probably somehow figure out how to digitally get that to you there as well. If you're on the sun, you're probably dead. So don't even yeah. worry about that. You can't listen to this at all. Uh, but go grab that. It's a it's a good album. I've listened to uh, a few uh, little snippets of that as well, and I'm I'm excited, man. It's gonna yeah, be a I good to, album. It's I'm, gonna be good. Is that? Are you gonna do vinyl as well, or just just CD and digital? I'm assuming it will do vinyl. Sometimes it okay. seems to me that they do it about six months later, if I remember okay. correctly. Uh, some, but I sure hope so. I love vinyl. Yeah. For sure. Then you got to wait 25 years to get the cassette and the eight track version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. The eight track version will come out in a decade. We'll work on that. I oh, like man. it. I like it a lot. Oh, man. Again, John, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your day to, to be on the show. We appreciate you and everything yeah. that you do. Um, much, much love to all the, the guys in the band, the ladies in the band. I say guys as a general term. I don't mean that oh, yeah. the girls are guys. It's not what I'm saying. Uh, but I just feel everybody you. Knows. I feel you. Yeah, I so will thank absolutely you tell them hello. I Do sure it. enjoy being with y'all. Thanks to everybody for watching. I hope you enjoyed it. And I, I sure hope to see everybody on the road 2022, the year of the rock concert. Let's do it. Do it's it. going to be good. We're excited yeah. too. We've got some good things coming up. If you want to know more about what's going on with uh, with those guys, you can check them out. But again, Dominion, grab that album when you can. Pre-order it, pre-save it. If it's not, uh, actually, I think by the time this show comes out, it'll be ready to go. So you just grab right. the album. Go get it. Go go. whatever you need to do. Pre-order. Buy a whole bunch of merch, too, because uh, yeah. merch is good. Merch, and get that man's book, Awaken Alive to Truth. It's a yeah, good go one. go do that. Go make it happen. All right? Yeah. You want to know more about Rockcast? It's very simple. Rockcastshow.com. You can check it out. We're available where uh, podcasts are heard, you can listen to us pretty much everywhere. Uh, if uh, if we're not on the platform, the platform sucks. Um, yeah. You can also watch this show, which I really encourage you to do on our YouTube channel. Everything is uh, available at rockcastshow.com. Go check it out. Go like, subscribe, all the crap that you need to do 
whatever. Uh, you guys know all the all the things that need to be said here. I don't. I don't. All the places really care. Um, but just go do all of those things. Cool. Good. We're good. Okay. We'll see you guys next time. Um. Bye. Bye.